Welcome to Make Your Life Magnificent with coaches Jackie and Mimi, co-founders of The Resting Mind. We're keeping it real with Generation X women talking about the stuff that keeps you up at night. From managing the demands of your career to finding happiness in your life and everything in between. Each week, we'll help you close the gap between your conscious goals, the results you want to achieve, and your subconscious settings, your thoughts and beliefs, by sharing tools and strategies based in brain science and energy. Welcome to our summer short series, where each week, Jackie and I talk off the cuff about a single idea, quote, concept, inspiration, or current event. Go to Facebook, Instagram, or Pinterest, and you'll see no shortage of quotes to help get you inspired. Today, we're sharing some of the quotes that speak to us, get us motivated, and keep us going. Hey, Jackie. Hey, Mimi. Happy, happy day. How are you today? I'm doing great, aside from my falling out of the hammock this morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's another story. Oh, my goodness. Well, you have to tell the story now. You can't open a podcast, (laughs) drop a bomb, and then be like, oh, but I'm not going to tell you the story. So um, I think everyone knows that I've been staying with my mom and dad because um, my dad's had some health challenges. And one of the challenges he has is that he is getting really, really forgetful. And he gets very um, hooked on something. And so this summer, he's gotten very hooked on making sure that his hammock is set up correctly. And he can't get into the hammock anymore. I mean, I think he knows that. But he's obsessive about every morning setting it up and all of this stuff. Gives so him something to do. It gives him, it gives him yeah. a purpose. Yeah. That's probably And I can't tell you every day, right, right, he sets the hammock up, he takes it off, he moves it, like the whole thing. So Meanwhile, he can't sit in it and nobody sits in it. No one's sitting goes, in right, it. Right, he goes right? through the whole process. He goes through the whole process. He, he needs yeah, a purpose. right? So this morning, I'm like literally in my bathrobe. I'm ready to hop in the shower, get, get to Jackie's house, and he goes, Marisa, that's my real name. Marisa, come out. I, I need you to test out the hammock. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So I go out there and he, I get in and I am st- all stretched out for like a second. I'm like, ah. This is actually kind of nice. nice. Right? For a second. For a second. And then the thing, and I really want to drop the F-bomb right now, but I'm not going to, crashes to the ground <laughs> and I wind up flat on my ass. Like, and it, it This is that time when we're happy that we have a little cushioning. Yeah, you know what I yeah mean? exactly. Like, so happy that I've got the padding that I do back there. And so grateful I didn't land on my, like, tailbone. Yeah, yeah I would have cracked it because yeah. my tush hurts bad now and... I got a lot of panic. There'll be no spanking. No spanking. So I, and he was just besides himself, because here I am flat on my back. He goes, oh my God, oh my God. Then I, I mean, I burst out laughing, but it hurt. So I get here and I'm I'm laughing. I'm like, I had a little incident this morning. Thought of a hammock. (laughs) Well, it's better than when he said that I had envisioned like one of those spinning, run out of the hammock. Yeah. This, This is very much worse yeah 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 so anyway so what a way to start the week all right so this is, <laughs> we are excited you know our summer shorts as we tell you is just kind of what inspires us this week and what we feel like talking about it it's unplanned and um really just about our moment and how we feel and so we really wanted to talk about some of our favorite quotes and what they look like and what they mean for us so we're going to each share a couple 
and we're going to talk about what they mean for us and then we'd love for you ladies who are listening to either join our facebook group just gen x talking business career and life and plop in your favorite quote or if you don't want to do that, just email it to me at Jackie at the because we'd love to start a thread of incredible quotes that Gen X women live by because we are really passionate about Gen X women. And you know that because we're here every week. And Mimi and I have been talking a lot about like, why do we do this work? And, and recently a woman joined our Facebook community and she said, I came over because I saw you on Fairy God Boss. And I have been reading a lot of books around my career, around professional development and personal development, and they're all written in through the lens for millennials. Yeah. And she said, "Thank you so much for creating this space." And that's I amazing. have I have chills because that's exactly what we want to be doing. Yeah, and our needs and our experiences are so different also and that's exactly why we do this work we know what it's like to be a gen xer like to have to deal with your parents who are getting older yes it's a unique situation to us right now yes exactly exactly and that affects everything that we do that's exactly it so so this week we want to inspire you we want to make you giggle we want to make you just reminisce about some quotes or Think, think a little bit deeper about some of the things that you've heard that impact you greatly. So let's let's start. Mimi, you want to start with one of your quotes? Sure. So this is one of my favorites. I actually have this on my desk and it says, life is very short. Insecurity is a waste of time. And that is from Diane von Furstenberg. And the I creator just, of the rap dress. The creator <laughs> of the rap dress. I have a couple. Um And I just, I love that because for me, sometimes I I am someone who has to really always work on my confidence. And so that reminder is powerful for me. And I know that life is very short. And so it's just really powerful for me. And it's funny because my, one of my favorite quotes is something my mom always said when I was little, which is from Eleanor Roosevelt, which says, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So good. And so often we feel, we, you know, we have comparisonitis, mm-hmm. especially in midlife. I'm hearing this more and more as women are looking at their peers and seeing their professional success and feeling inferior or looking at their peers and their entrepreneurial success and feeling as though they aren't matching up. And that, that's on you. And yeah. even if somebody tells you something that, that's meant to make you feel bad, it's on you. And we get to choose how we respond and how we react. And it feels so empowering when you say that out loud that I'm so glad someone you're can throw this. something at you that could feel really crappy, but you could decide if you want to absorb it like a sponge or if you want to be what I call a school of boss if you're Italian or a calendar for non-Italians and let it go right through you right as opposed to getting stuck inside it right and that takes practice but when you realize that it's your thoughts about what people say that is creating your emotion it is very powerful it is really powerful and it, it kind of frees up this this belief that you uh, that you have to or that you can't control the outside forces because you can't but if you can control how they impact you then you can control the outside forces so that's a really different way of looking at it and I think it's powerful yeah I love it I love Eleanor Roosevelt she's I, I amazing do too I read her book by Dor- Dor- the Roosevelt book by Doris Kern Goodwin oh I love her 
It was so she is good. so good. I, I my best friend Mary Eileen and I always say that we want to be Doris Kern Goodwin. Doris Kern Goodwin. She's, she's amazing. Brilliant. She's she's brilliant, and she has a. I, I know we've talked about this, but she has an autobiography out. Doris Doris Kern Goodwin, and it is outstanding. And she talks about how she grew up in Brooklyn hmm. back in the. 40s, um, and her father was an avid baseball fan. A Dodgers fan? Dodgers fan, and would tell her to give him the update on the game because he was working. So she would listen to the game while he was at work on the radio, and she would take notes. And what she realized was that the more color she gave her dad as she was telling him what happened, the more he would sit and stay and listen to her telling him about the game and so she attributes her incredible storytelling to her dad because she knew she had to be an incredible storyteller again that's amazing i have to read this book outstanding how come you never told she's a historian you know i love you we talked about it we did yep if you go back to an earlier podcast (laughs) we talked about it oh i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head but we'll find it all right it's something about like a ball. It's like something about playing ball. ball. Okay. You know? Okay. But it's great. Oh, it so sounds like I'm it's great. Fan. I think I'm losing my memory because lately I don't... This is like the third time someone has said to me, yeah, I told you this. And I'm like, I have no recollection. Well, it was a long time ago and then you didn't read it. So that's probably why. I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Is it my turn again? Sure. Okay. I want to go. So this one is really special to me because when I did my first triathlon many years ago and I'm not an athlete by any stretch I worked really hard just to cross the finish line and my best friend trained me and the night before the race she gave me a bookmark with this quote on it that said never 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 give up and it's from Winston Churchill and I still have that bookmark Uh, again it's on my desk and it's just a reminder you know whether you are trying to lose weight trying to get a job trying anything that you want to do just never give up Never give up. Yeah. So that's, um, it kind of feeds into mine, which is interesting, which is uh, a Ralph Waldo Emerson quote. What lies before you and what lies behi- behind you is t- are tiny matters compared to what lies within you. Sorry, I messed that up a little bit. And I love this quote. And I came across this quote when my husband uh, was diagnosed with cancer when he was 31. And it was my mantra throughout his nine months of treatment. And at the end of his treatment, when he was in um, remission, I threw him a surprise remission party. And I collected all his family and all of our friends that supported us through all of this. And I had this poster made. Amazing. And I still have it today. And I thought that I was going to roll up this poster and put it away. And that quote and that poster have been my North Star my entire life. So it was that moment, that first moment of my husband getting sick that introduced me to this quote that has been my North Star through infertility, through the adoption process, through my dad's nine-month hospital stay where they didn't think he was going to come out of it, through my dad's coming out of it and then his sudden death, right? And all of these other experiences that I had in my life, even walking away from my multi-six-figure career was so frightening and if it just proves that if you turn inward and listen to what it is that you truly want 
your own strength and your own convictions, then you will always make the right choice, even mm. if in the moment you don't think it is. It's incredible. What it, a powerful quote. It's, it is by far, I think, one of the best quotes that exists. And not because I love it, but I think it's just so powerful. It really is. It really, really because is. Because we all have stuff. visualize it, too. Yes. You know? We all have stuff, right? I think about my mom who grew up with an alcoholic as a father who used to bring strange men into the house drunk all mm. hours of the night. And one time this guy was brought his dog and he was beating his dog. And my mother was in her bedroom and hearing this dog whimpering. And my mom was all of 11. Oh, my God. And went outside, 10, and went outside and started screaming hysterical, don't touch the dog. And my, my mom vividly remembers the emotion, the fear for the dog, the anger at her father, the anger at the stranger and, and this whole scenario. And my point is she could have used her growing up and her past to define her. Right. And she doesn't. Your mom is such an incredible woman. I have never heard that story before. I don't think I have. No, I and uh, <laughs> um, and, and I, I know also, I know that she had a difficult upbringing, though, that you've shared with me. And to know her now, like you would just, she's such a warm, loving mother, grandmother, just person. You would just think, oh, like she had a very happy childhood because well, she this is did. Who she is. And so I think that's it. I think but the she's other tough. side of it is she did have a happy childhood because my mom is so positive. She's like, I have two great brothers. I have amazing cousins that they were with all the time. She had incredible, her uncle, she says, was like a father figure to her. So she did have a great childhood. And instead of thinking about that one thing that could have defined everything else, she focuses on all the other stuff right? right so whatever happens in your past you can leave it in your past yeah and that's, yeah, that's what's a so great about reminder it. for yeah. so many of us so powerful okay so mine is this is very related to the entrepreneurial journey that we've been on for a long time and just someone that i just really admire um you can achieve what you want in life with discipline imagination and the confidence to know that anything is possible and this is this was said by Carolina Herrera, who is a designer, and I just think she's just a class act. I love her. And again, this is something that I have. Um, I have all of my goals in one place, and this quote is on top of where, where that goal is. Of course it is. <laughs> Do you love how all of my goals, I can tell you exactly where, like, you know, the Winston Churchill one is, like, in my cup holder. The Diane von Furstenberg is on my desk. This one's... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I love to organize. I know you do. So I so I so I have I have a couple more. I'm going to share one because it's sitting here, and I have to, and I have it right in front of I me. Love so this I one. wasn't even going to talk about this one because I don't even know who said it. My I grew your mom. Up, <laughs> my mom. She didn't say it, but my, I grew up, and my mom. I'm sure I'm picking this up as if you ladies can see this, but I grew up, and my mom had in her bathroom this saying that was made out of dried alphabet <laughs> pasta you've got to take a picture of this and put it in the facebook group okay. and have people put their quotes underneath it because okay. this thing is it's absolutely precious it is made out of ap- alphabet pasta it's unbelievable well so so this quote is every day in every way i am getting better better and better and this was the quote it was and my mom put it in the bathroom she's like because you're always going to be in there and i want everyone to know that that's that's <laughs> yeah. what you should think because my mom is like the ultimate positivity the ultimate 
always was the optimist uh, mind control back in the 70s, She's way ahead of mindfulness today and mindset today. And so we were talking about it. So her, my mom and Peyton did recreated it so Peyton could have it. And now it sits on our butler's pantry and our desk. But I love that. And then Peyton added fly high angel on the bottom, which is her own little quote. And I thought it was so brilliant. That's great. So we will. We'll do it. I'll I'll do that tomorrow. That'll be our little assignment. Well, I'll do it next week. Yeah, when this goes out. I think that's brilliant. That's Um, great. Because this is dropping on the 24th. Fifth or so, right? Yeah, something like so that. something like that. Something like that. Twenty seven. Anyway, um, so so that is that is one of them. But my other quote is my own quote. <laughs> Where is it? I hate <laughs> <evil> myself. <laughs> oh, I thought we to this one. I am going to quote myself. So when we launched the business, when we launched the Resting Mind, our <laughs> mantra, right? was all about our generation, still is, mm. our generation believing that they can have it all. And we have confused having it all with doing it all to maintain it all. And there was this feeling of always having to check things off our to-do list, um, having time scarcity, being overwhelmed. And I created this quote that I'm going to share, and it is mine. And it is this. It is... She who wears too many hats oh. cannot fit through the doorway. I love Jackie that quote. Says, Jackie says, like a Confucius says, but I'm Confucius. Yep. And she. And that is so powerful to me because we think that we can squeeze through and we can squeeze so much out of us, but, it, but what it actually does is just keeps us stuck. So don't take on too much. Um, let go, relinquish control, relinquish this need to have to do it all and to have it all means doing it all. Ask for help, get support, find your tribe, find your cohort, get a coach because it is so much more than that. Thank you for, for sharing that original Jackie Gilly quote. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I that's very quotable. Yeah, she's very so quotable. I have it here. I have it on the desk. I have been writing my own quotes because I said one yesterday that I loved and it was to a client who mm-hmm. we were talking, she was talking about, um, she, she's, she's in early stage conversations about going on, uh, coming on board to kind of a startup and running a big division and she didn't ask them what the price range was yet. The, you know, the salary range was. And I was like, what are you talking about? You're, you know, several conversations in. And I said, it is your responsibility to demand your worth. Yeah. It is your, and it's actually a responsibility to demand your worth to help other women be yeah. able to demand their worth. Right? I don't think that down, we realize Jackie. we have a responsibility as women to demand our worth so that we can pave the way not only for ourselves but for other women yeah. so that we're not undermined so there's another there's another original I'm writing it down I like that one in the fifth or the door one that's good <laughs> that, I'm circling that that's really good that's really good alright well I would like to end this episode this very enlightening episode with, with one quote that um, is attributed to the Buddha but it, I am sure it's not. And, and the reason, it just makes me laugh. It's, I saw it online. It's a graphic. It looks like the Buddha. And it says, Buddha says, don't be a dick. <laughs> and I sometimes... Just don't be a just dick. Just don't be a dick. Right? Like, just don't. So, there you go. So, if you're being a jerk right about now, think about that. And question yourself and what's driving you to be a dick. There you go. You're so funny. 
makes me laugh. And I, you know, sometimes like I got to say it comes in handy sometimes when I'm texting my husband or like, you know, someone and I'm like, you know what? I'll just send that. Don't be a dick. <laughs> well, because okay, so, it's gonna, a picture. I'm going to give you, I'm going to, I'm going to swerve a little bit because I know we're mm-hmm. ending this episode, mm-hmm. but I am going to swerve a little bit because I have a dick story and not a, oh. not a dick story, but calling someone a dick story. So I had a boss. It was my, um, second job out of college and I worked in this organization it was really young I was I I was the youngest but by like a year or two my boss was only two or three years older than me the founder was only 10 years older than me we were a very young organization and my boss at the time got mad at myself and my co-worker about something upset about something which turned into mad about something and I and my our this company was based in Chicago. I was in Chicago in the office because we were working on something. We had this big close. We had this big event. And we were in the office closing business. And something happened. I don't remember exactly what slipped through the door. This when he kicked the door? Yeah, oh. the boxes. Oh, the box. Slipped through the cracks. And he kicked the boxes. He, he got so mad. He started this tirade. and was kicking boxes. And me and Harold were like, what the F? Like, what's going on here? And I, I was like... I. He was on and on and rampant in front of everybody. And I, at that time, when I was younger, I never got embarrassed. I just Mm -hmm. didn't. I let things roll right off of me. And I didn't get embarrassed or anything. I was just like, whatever. So I left. And then an hour or two later, he's talking to me about something. And I'm going, "Mm -hmm. mm-hmm. 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 Like, truly. And he's like, what's the problem? like, nothing. I get it. Okay. And then he came back two hours later about something else. And let's go through this. Okay. Mm. Okay. So he's like, what's the matter? I'm like, you're a dick. <laughs> Just like that, my boss. I'm like, you're a dick. Like, if you're going to act like that, I get right. to call you a dick. Right, right, right. And right. he was like, oh. and he just he burst out laughing? started laughing, hysterical. He's like, you're right, I was a dick. And I was like, okay, as long as there we understand go. each other, I said, yeah. I'm not accepting it yeah. anymore. And, you know, but it was very funny. So there's my, my dick story. I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right. So not only don't be a dick, but if someone's being a dick, you have the right to call them out. I think you do. Yeah, so right now we got to put explicit on this episode. All I'm right, sorry. ladies. No, I don't care. I'm joking. All right, ladies. Um, love you guys. Hope you enjoyed your summer shorts. Email Jackie at the Resting Mind. With your us- quote, join yeah. the fa- email Jackie at the Resting Mind. Yes. Go ahead. No, to, to give us a quote or join the Facebook group. You should join the Facebook group. Join anyway. the Facebook group. This way you can not only tell us your original quotes or the quotes that you live by, you could see this darling alphabet soup quote that yes, Jackie has here to, on her desk. We are going to put it in the group on Wednesday, the day that this, this drops. will drop. So, okay, ladies, until next week, cheers to your magnificence. If you like this episode, leave us a review. It'll help more Gen X ladies find us so they can make their life magnificent. <laughs>